Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of A Crack in the Plan. My name is Jordan, your host and dungeon master for this original Dungeons & Dragons adventure. This week's episode is brought to you by the Gifted World book series. If the kids in your life are into books like Alex Ryder or My Hero Academia, this is the book series for you. Written by our own L. Danny Valencia, who you know now in game as Dino Valian. Check out his series on Amazon today with a link in the episode description. This week's episode is called The Emerald Company. Alright, so you are at the tree line. You've evaded the swarm of ravens. Cathara uh, had an anxiety attack. Did, did something magical. Um, and you have made it to the relative safety of the trees. As you enter the trees, Dindal, uh, would you roll me a history check, please? <clears throat> 26. 26. So, you are now in the Silverwood. Um, you remember from stories from your father, but then also just general research. Um, the Silverwood is special for lots of reasons. Um, uh, the main the main reason it's special is because uh, the silverwood is not just a name; it is actually a type of tree. Uh, the silverwood trees. Um, if so, the tree the wood of the trees is hard enough that you can make a dagger out of it, <coughs> um, handle and all. And uh, you know from your researching your lore studies um that werewolves are real and other were creatures are real um and so they steer very clear of this wood because or this whole area this whole area very i don't know why my voice squeaked um so they steer clear of this area uh because weapons made with this wood are lethal to them um, and the, so silverwood trees are very difficult to cut down, um, and the wood is very expensive. Like, one, one tree, about three foot in diameter, or, or, sorry, about, let's call it 18 inches in diameter, a tree that big, um, let's say six foot tall. 18 inches of diameter. A tree like that would fetch somewhere in the range of two or three hundred platinum. Whoa. Um, like, these trees are expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I know who has stake in this land? Like, is this owned <coughs> by a certain government or is this private property? Or is um, this just free so the or? the king has oh, uh, here? yeah okay he has he has the largest stake. Um, and uh, it it is illegal to cut down a tree. It is here, yeah. Um, uh, you also know, and this is a story that you heard from your father, is uh, that the woods are haunted. You think? At least that's what he told you. Yeah. So Dinda will probably take that a little bit yeah. to the heart. So, no werewolves, but ghosts. <sighs> Okay, Catherine. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm better. Yeah, 
I'll be okay. You sure? That was kind of that was kind of scary. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was uh, definitely different. Um, but no, I'm I'm getting it together. I'm okay. Sorry about that. Does that happen to you often? Um, uh, uh, that was the first time. Um, like I said. So uh, that wasn't like by choice. That was um, more of a reaction than anything. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, you. I mean, you guys. Well, I guess you haven't seen. I mean, I, I, I can do stuff. Uh, with powers, so you know. Uh, so you have some magic or some arcane training. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'll shoot off a guiding bolt. Just okay. Yeah. Do I, I recognize the type of magic? Oh, wait, no, never mind. Sorry, druids don't get a guiding bolt. No. Would I? Um. Would I? Would I? <laughs> would I? Both of you roll... You roll an, arc- an arcana check. Okay. You roll a religion check. Okay. Not an actual 20. Okay. Mm, 15. Um, yeah. she's. Ad- I mean, she's adept at magic. You're not sure probably what the source is. Okay. Um, you know, your your magic comes from books mm-hmm. and knowledge. Uh, your, your magic comes from other places. <laughs> from the trauma. <laughs> You're not... Honestly? Trauma, trauma magic. That's, that's a pretty <laughs> accurate description it's for a, exactly what happened. It's a new, it's a new school. Yeah. <laughs> The school of angst. <laughs> I mean, I, I told you guys I could I could heal and stuff. Right. I mean, I, I, mean, I can heal too, but our magic doesn't... I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, so like, there's definitely something different. I was just, you know, curious. I, you know, I try not to use this very often. I, I'm more comfortable hitting things. Yeah. Did you get your magic from uh, your friend? <laughs> no. I say jokingly. Like, <laughs> no friends. <laughs> Well, there is an arc of lightning that like it like peels off your face. Well, I thought I'd be respectful and not say the name, but mm, let let's just keep going. Is is he kind of like points to all of you? He's <laughs> like, is that gonna happen again? I sure hope not. Because that could be problematic. These woods are, you know. Uh, the silver trees are literally silver trees so like we're uh, going into a pretty from what I've heard my, my dad at least said it was haunted so like you know we could be going to a potentially dangerous area like well maybe we can use it to our advantage valid valid I guess um, no I, I'm I'm good I'm good are you sure? yeah who are you trying to convince? uh you guys? Huh. Huh. It's not working, but good try. Yeah. No, really, I've I've been through worse. Why don't you take mm. point that way? If we have another blast off. <laughs> no one's in front of you. <laughs> okay. Sound good. Yeah. Uh, Galen, you good with taking the rear? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> where are we? We're just going. Just keep going. There's not like any kind of path or anything, right, through the Silverwood to um, no, it's... to the town. No. 
So you got no ideas? I mean, I know it's on the other side, but I'm not really good with direction. And he's like looking up in the sky, like trying to find the sun. Where is it? So rolling, rolling nature chart. <laughs> Here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Twenty-two. It's trademark. Um. So you look up and you you're able to locate the sun. It's just past its zenith. Okay. Um, and you you can you can generally tell the direction that it's going to set. Okay. So what is it on the rise in the east, sets in the west? Oh, I'm sorry. At the the town, it's on the it's on the far, west or far east. western side. Far it's on the west side. So we just okay. as, as we're going west, we're in the right way. So All right. I just kind of point in that direction. Lead on. Yeah. No gang signs, sir. Please. <laughs> For the readers. <laughs> Daniel's making gang signs. I mean, he's kind of in a gang, right? The fans are kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbarian, sure. Barbarian gang. <laughs> so, yeah, I will keep leading us through. Okay. Um, so as you travel, um, I would like you to roll a perception check for me, please. Okay. I'm going to kind of keep an eye on her as okay. we're walking. Okay. Because that was weird. Uh, n- dirty 20. Okay. Um... So you travel for about four hours, um, and you've you've kept the general direction, um, and uh, three or four different times you've noticed movement, like in the trees ahead of you. Okay. And. Finally, the the last time you spot this, like you see movement, and then, like you look, you're like you look past the tree, and striding towards you, is this, um, six foot tall, woman. Um, her hair is long and flowing made of leaves uh it looks like she's covered in leaves um her her right arm is bare kind of the right side of her torso is bare um but it looks like the rest of her is clothed in leaves and then you do see like the left leg sticking out um and she moves gracefully and uh she stops in front of you she holds a hand out. Travelers. Welcome to the Silverwood. I'll kind of take a respectful stance and kind of like maybe even take a knee and say, um, we're seeking passage through these woods. You share Elvin lineage. He almost looks embarrassed. I know, mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, I do. Rise, so son of the Fae. I'll stand up. Why do you kneel? Show deference. These aren't our woods. Um, I don't mean to disrespect that we're in your your home. I've had an eye on you since you all arrived. 
Ah, so you're who I've been seeing. <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> I did. You have a good eye. <laughs> Trying to keep us alive. Mm-hmm. Not an easy task. And when you speak, she kind of... You know when you make a cat angry and they <laughs> kind of like... I do. <laughs> <laughs> so you see you see her hackles raise. <laughs> and who is this one? She is no daughter of the Fae. Oh. What? This is our friend Bracken. Is she not a half elf? Bracken's kind of like, kind of like, like a cat caught in a corner, <laughs> just kind of eyes kind of flitting between everybody. This creature, her eyes move to you, Galen. You are a full-blooded son of the Fae, but you dress like a human. I am. They are the ones who clothed me. They are the ones who raised me. The last I remember of my parents, I hear my mother in the birds of the trees. I smell my father in wood shavings. And you see this, like, teardrop of sap that fall down her face. (laughs) You have safe passage. Thank you. You. And she reaches into a tree above her head. She draws one of the branches down. And it's it's one of the limbs of the silverwood tree. And she swirls her hand. And she hands you this braided branch. She says, a crown of silver for a pauper. I take it. She says, would you allow me to place it on your head? I would. I take a knee. So she places this silverwood (gasps) crown on your head. blessing from the dryads while you are here you are safe no harm shall fall you take our blessing and she holds out her hand I take it the rest of you take his hand grab his hand so you you make a you make a line um she says I very cautiously touch Catherine, <laughs> like hoping i don't get shocked she says, do you want to get electrocuted she says it's like a fence where are you traveling what's the name of the town so well, I, we seek 
Marianne. Lady Marion. She is also a friend of the wood. She resides in Serret Brevo. Come, I will escort you to this to the other side of the wood. I will save you two days travel. Okay. Okay. So you're all in line holding her hand. Um she turns to one of the silverwood trees. It's one of the bigger ones in the area. And there's this split in the tree. She says, come, follow. She steps into the tree holding your hand. You all follow behind. Mm -hmm. In a flash, um, you, you emerge out of another tree. And in front of you lies a village. She lets go of your hand. The Lady Marion resides at the at the end of the castle and crown. Son of the Fae. Son of the Fae. She reaches back. She hands you a small silver leaf. Thank you. Welcome. It's not a blessing like his, but it is a blessing nonetheless. Um, so you have, uh, you have resistance uh, to poison damage while you wear it's a brooch. Um, uh, attunement or no? No, no attunement. Uh, Daniel, uh, the crown gives you immunity to poison damage. A warning. You may not pass safely, except in their company. The dryads do not live with deceit. Them, will they? Choose to not deceive. <laughs> and passage is yours. I bid you farewell. She sinks back into one of the trees. And ahead of you lies the village of Serret Brevo. What was the name of that inn? Uh, the uh, inn of the castle and crown. Oh, well, uh... Um, that was unexpected. That was the coolest thing ever. That was unnerving. We went through a tree. Oh, we need to learn to do that. <laughs> Does save time. Very she neat. didn't like you. <laughs> yeah. No, she did not. So, are we going to talk about that, or... Do we want to keep up the charade, or are we just going to be honest? <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 26. 
Oh. oh. Yeah. Here. All right. She kind of has had her arms crossed and just kind of like trying to decide what to do. And then you just kind of look at her and she just grits her teeth. As you have guessed, I'm not a half-elf. Have any of you ever heard of a changeling before? Roll history checks, all three of you. Nineteen. Twenty-five. You both have heard of changelings before. No idea. I have um, no idea. Would I've heard them in more of like a? These are real things, or these are like something uh, that's made up. No, they're real things. Um, not a lot of them uh, are native to here. Okay. Um, the ones that are are typically discriminated against because they're criminals, or mostly they're criminals. Um, so. With such a high roll, Nidal, um, changelings and doppelgangers get kind of lumped into the same category. Doppelgangers are not well looked on. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're kind of seen as like dirty second cousins. Like people don't like them. And which is why changelings adopt, you know, other races. And the traits of other races. So, Brecken, mm-hmm. do you drop your half elven form? Mm-mm. No. No, she doesn't change with any people. Okay. So, is that what you are? You're a changeling? Yes. I kind of walk over to you, <clears throat> and but I, I give you your space. I give you probably three feet of space, and I just kind of like hold my hands out, like not like in a hug but just kind of like out at the side like I have no reason to judge you I'm not better than you we're all just doing this mission we're all doing this thing I'm sorry you felt like you had to hide this from us um, the last time I changed in front of someone changed form in front of someone I was beaten and locked in solitary confinement and not given f- and given a loaf of bread for a week. So, it's not just you. I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, what what's going on? I, <laughs> uh, I missed something? I don't know. What, changeling changed form? Is there like a big tree I could like hide behind? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to go behind a tree. And I'm going to do... Um, I have a list. <laughs> she does. I've seen it. <laughs> list of faces. That's the power of being the dungeon master. Mm-hmm. You know all you the secrets. The things. I'm going to do... Um, the one she used with the dark hair during yep. the year. Um, so Bracken goes behind this tree. And you guys don't see her for a minute. And then she steps out, and you see Bracken, who is usually five foot, 
you see this woman who is, I think she's, she's like five, seven, five, eight. Um, still very lean. The, the facial feature, um, a lot tanner. Um, hair is a dark brown and it goes down to the shoulders and it's kind of pulled back and a half up, half down kind of a thing. Um, a lot of the scars on the face are still there, um, but you see a couple more that were lighter that didn't go through. Um, she, the face, it's weird. It looks more androgynous, but like, if you, if you didn't know this was Bracken and you already knew Bracken, you'd be like, you look really familiar, but I don't know why. Um, and yeah. Step out. Oh, Bracken still? Still Bracken. That's, that's nifty. <laughs> that could, hmm. I could have played all kind of pranks on my brothers. That would have been <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, it's. Uh, take it not for you, though. <laughs> no, not for me. Like I said, I don't really let people see me change. Um, the only people that have a dead, so. This is not my true form, I suppose you'd say, but it's one I'd prefer. The true form is a bit more unsettling. Haven't used it since I was a child. Is it difficult keeping the different forms? Not really. I've gotten used to it over the years. It's probably why I'm still alive. For the most part. In your head, you hear, and because of me, don't lie to them. And you see her, like, kind of roll her eyes and just do this. She ignores it. Do we notice her, like... It's very obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, she... A great annoyance. You okay? Loki. Mm. But well, I appreciate secrets. Mm. Appreciate you sharing. Wasn't given much of a choice, but you're welcome. Galen is not my true name. True names give power. That they do. My name is Bedwar. Pleasure to meet you. You three, my parents, are the adopted ones, and my grandparents are the only other people that know that name. So I guess you don't want us to use it. That is not a name that is used that name is given after the coming of age journey it is generally only shared with very close family a mate 
if you ever get married or a friend that you would trust with your life. You say that and Bracken looks a little uncomfortable. The last bit. Is is Bracken your real name? Or is that just... It's one of you the longest. It is, yes. Oh, speaking of names, you need a new one. <laughs> Dined all. Yeah, sorry. Can you dig it? It's Absolutely not. not. That's a good one. But now that we're getting in with more people, we need to really come up with a name for you. Could just call you Professor. Well, wouldn't that still give him away? I mean, there's plenty of professors all over the place. We could call you Belrose. <laughs> what's I guess so. What's your level of degree? Do you uh, have a doctorate? Yeah. Uh, what I have taken a doctorate in antiquities and language. Yeah. Call you Doc. Okay. It's one more name for the DM to keep on. <laughs> <laughs> do you look obviously un Bracken? Do you look obviously uncomfortable when he says the the? You know, I only share. You only share that with a friend that you would trust with your life. Oh yeah, it yeah. He looks at you and he says, "My name is a dangerous thing to know. Your secret is also dangerous." Hmm. One of many. Wow. Our names are dangerous. <laughs> Your name can get you killed. My name can get me killed. My, My name can give control. Everything about me could get me killed. And Dundell kind of looks away and he's like, I think someone's cutting onions. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there, Doc. Yes. I. <laughs> you have had a really hard. It's time. It's been a, it's been a hard time. I'm not the kind of person that has a lot of emotional interactions. <laughs> you know, my closest friends are in books. Mm. <laughs> it sounds very lonely. Yeah, but also comfortable. And I think that's why I do it. Mm. Kind of keep people at length, keep the hurt away. You've had a lot of hurt come your way recently. Yeah, like all at once. It's been, it's been a uh, trying couple weeks. And uh, I guess thank you to you guys for sharing those secrets and sharing those parts of yourselves. I've never had someone share a secret with me like that before other than you know, the answer to a riddle or a secret to a formula or something. I've never had someone share something like personal and real, something from their from their heart, from them themselves. I don't really know how to react to it. I guess and he kind of wipes his tears away a little bit, his eyes. I guess that's how I react, other than an emotional one.
The camera pulls away. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, Abrea. I'm coming for you. The camera pulls away. You see, you see this dryad holding up a boombox. <laughs> <laughs> Soft '80s music starts to play. Uh, um. So. Well. You've all had a secret session, so that was fun. So do you want to, Bracken? Do you want to change back to the other form, or do you want to go in this one to meet Lady Miriam? Harlock said he was friends with, well, acquaintances with her, yes? I yeah. thought, didn't Harlock say, like, this was going to be bad, though? Because she wanted to kill him? Yeah. Hey, we walk in. Harlock's dead. You don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> That's <laughs> horrible. What I have heard, uh-huh. do I know the name at all? Marion? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Both faces, all faces, except for a select few, are not well liked. Um, all of your faces are known and unliked? <laughs> not all of them, but the preferred ones. But I will I'll keep this one for now. Actually, and she kind of goes behind a tree for a second and comes back out and the hair is still the same like it's still like really thick and like long but it's purple everything's the same it's just the hair color she goes that's a bit better I suppose well Doc are you ready to go meet this lady yeah I think so Uh, let's go let's go in have this uh are we gonna just tell the whole truth well let's Maybe Stop. in layers. Simple. Maybe we kind of like see how much you can trust her with, and yeah, start small. Just, this makes me nervous. Us. Like, well, let's see how much she wants to stab us before we tell her things that she can use against us. I, I mean, mean, she wanted to kill Hollock. Hollock is now dead. We're randomly coming here, but we think she can help. <sighs> I mean, well, he kind of looks back behind to past the forest. And like, Can't be worse than what's chasing us on the other end, you know. <laughs> Just another name to add to our lists. I guess so. We can put it under Odin. Well, what... DM, what time is it? It would have been, like... Because we we ran across... Yeah. It's like... We traveled a couple hours into the woods. Yeah, we traveled, like, four hours into the woods. It's it's probably, like, five? Yeah. Yeah, somewhere three, three to five in the afternoon, somewhere there. Getting close to supper time. Well, uh, we're headed to an inn. Do you want to play this cool and we kind of get the lay of the land before we ask yes. to yourselves? Or get, do you want... get some so rooms and some food. I want supper that I didn't cook. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys probably want supper that I didn't cook too. Let, yeah. Let's let's play it slow. Yeah. Get some food. Get some drinks. See if we can find out. Anything about Marianne before we say, hey, we have a proposition for you, you know? Maybe yeah. Start, start off that way. What do you think, Bracken? How would you play this? <laughs> well, getting the lay of things is always a smart option, um, especially, with it's some, especially with someone that might want you dead. Probably good to 
at least see if they have any reinforcements nearby. Could always is always good to know. It's important to be aware of how many knives are going to be coming at you. Oh, speaking of which, I better find my knife. <laughs> Should I have that on me? He finds it. Ah, got it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you need practice. Well, well, it's sharp now, at least. I'll teach you how to use that at some point. <sighs> He's like holding it. It's like you could probably, like, a good wind could knock it out of his hand. Bracken mm-hmm. <laughs> does kind of go over, and while he's holding it, just shows him how to hold it properly. It's like, like this. That doesn't feel good. Well, like yeah. yes, but now I can't it. take it out of your hand. Yes, well, now if you hit someone with it, or someone hits you and you parry, it won't clatter to the ground. Valid. <laughs> Trust me, you'll get used to it. All right. So, you've 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 been kind of like on the edge of this forest. You turn, and the the village sits there. Um, it's about five hundred yards <laughs> to reach the edge of the village. Um. So, like architecture of the town think like bavaria germany like wooden half timbered half timbered houses yes the the village of serret brevo or uh um, the silver light you walk in you're able to walk into town freely there's no there's no guards there's no any of that streets are cobblestone um it's a it's a nice nice village. Um, all the houses have flower boxes in the windows, and there's fountains, and there's children running around, and it's kind of picturesque. It's really really nice here. And after the couple of days y'all have had, this is paradise. Um, it's not loud. It's not dirty like Estrakis is. Um, Estricus, there's always just this like general din of crazy. Um, here is peaceful. Um, there is a as you pass the center of town, uh, there is actually there is a large stone bridge about thirty feet uh, end to end. It's curved and it crosses the brook that runs through town. You see children playing in the water, you know, children running around playing in fountains and all of these things. And there, there is one, there's one large building um, on the north side of the square. Um, and it has a big, has a big broadboard that says the castle and crown. What would you like to do? I'll go in first. And yeah, that looks like file in. that looks like our target. Let's go get some food. Do you want to go yeah. together as a group, or do we want to go in one at a time? Kind of. I think we just go in as a group. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll head towards the door first. Walk up, open the door, and head in. Okay. So you walk up, and there's there's a large mahogany door. And it swings in, and 
As soon as you open the door, you're hit with this sensation of sweetbreads and um, spices and ale um, and uh, honey mead. Honey mead is from honey. It's fine. Honey wine. Yeah, honey wine. Um, uh, honey wine, dark ale, um, roasting meat and vegetables. Uh, you instantly all start salivating. Like the chance to have a good meal um, that's not rabbit or trail or, rations. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's not hardtack. It's pemmican. <laughs> yeah. It's it's good food. Um. So you go in and you are greeted by a halfling server. Um. So he looks at you. Uh, can I get a table or a booth for four? Us, please. Oh, most most assuredly. Come this way. Uh, I just ask him, what's your name, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I, mostly I just want to make sure this is not Marianne. <laughs> that's why I'm asking. So is it if he said, doesn't say Marianne, that's fine. I don't... No, no, it's not Marianne. Okay. So I'll just keep walking. Uh, <laughs> it's Frank. No. Frank Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tough. No. <laughs> Alright, this is uh, my name is Henri. Nice to meet you, Henri. Um, this is a very fine establishment you have here. Uh thank you. It's not mine, but <laughs> thank you nonetheless. Uh who owns the place? Uh that would be uh, Lord Emolt. Lord Lord. Well, colloquially speaking. Oh. Very cool. Um we're new to the area, so um wasn't aware. Thanks. What uh what brings you to town? I just have some work to do down the way so we're stopping through hopefully and maybe stay the night down the way you headed to red hawk uh we might end up over there but we'll have to see what, what things look like do you hear the things those savages are doing no what's what is, what's going on in red hawk <laughs> does does galen yeah galen's like the uh which 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 savages? Those, those barbarian clans. <laughs> which clan? Aren't they all the same? Oh. Well, you see, there are. No, it's um, it's 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 no, 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 no. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, his loves history. <laughs> we'll we'll get some food and. Yeah. I'm a professor. He's one of my pupils. You know, he's just, he's just loves sharing the history, you know, so. The youth. I know, you know. Fire in their bellies. I know, right? <laughs> you know how it is. So, what will it be to drink? Anybody? Um, a, a dark ale, please. Dark ale it is. Uh, do you have any tea? Do we have tea? <laughs> Son, we have the best tea. In... I would love a cup of your finest tea. All right. Lavender it is. Milk. <laughs> Hot. So, uh, Galen's hand is headed toward the the light hammer at his belt. Do um, we notice? I, that's. He's not necessarily being subtle. Bracken puts her hand on his arm, and Catherine's on the other side. <laughs> Just. All right. He'll have what she's having, probably. Okay. And you, ma'am? 
I'm fine. All right. So. He walks away? Yeah, he walks away. Galen. We can't hear. Galen. You see him take a couple of deep breaths. He's like. That guy thinks he's ornery. He hasn't met me yet. No, we can't cause trouble. We are in so deep with so many problems and so many people. We can't add more enemies. Especially not the poor waiter who's just being ignorant. Alright. So, the four of you sit... Um, lacquered, heavily lacquered, um, oak benches. It forms a forms a U shape, um, or like like a squared off U. Um, large wooden lacquered table as well. Um, sturdy, probably three or four hundred pound table. Um, things get rowdy sometimes. If there's heavy tables, you can't get rowdy. You can. It's just it's harder. There's there's less property damage if you yeah. can't move the table. Yeah. So he comes out a few minutes later. Uh, he sets your ales down. He brings you a a, a small teapot. Um, uh, it's it's copper, little copper teapot. Um, and he he does bring a uh, a pewter uh, vase, uh, and it's filled with water. And he brings glasses. The house. Uh, it's on the house. It comes with everything. Thank you. Uh, menu. Would you like a menu or would you just like me to tell tell you what's on it? Are you the... This is the same guy? Yeah, same guy. Uh, are you the waiter as well? Yeah. I look over at Galen. <laughs> Galen is, is holding his tongue. And he's, <laughs> he's sitting in the middle of the table. He's <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he's just he's just he's doing his best to not throw the waiter across the room. Okay. So on the menu today, uh, we have owlbear chops, um, roast mutton. And uh, we have a beef short rib. I'll have one of those. All the beef short rib. You want all the all the vegetables? All of it. Seasonal vegetables and a short rib. I'll take the owl bear. Owl bear. Uh, I'll take the the short ribs. Short ribs, you sir. Owl bear. Owl bear. Two owl bears, two short ribs. Coming up. Would anyone like bread? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. So, a few minutes later, he comes out with a warm loaf of bread and a pot of honey butter. And uh, 15, 20 minutes or so go by. And um, in the meantime, he's brought a second loaf of bread. Um, and uh, he brings your food. Um, sets, all, sets all the food down, and he takes his leave. You notice looking around the bar... Or around the Come around in. the area, um, there's three or four other patrons, um, 
the far corner, uh, there's a there's an elven man. Um, he seems to he's just reading a tome. You see, he's got like half moon glasses on. He's been there the entire time you've been here already. He was here before you got here. Uh, you see two gnomes in the in another corner, um, and then in the middle you see two individuals. Um, they they've come in since you've been here. Um, one is a tall half orc, um, and one is a uh, tabaxi. And roll a history check, all of you, please. I think that's cocked. That's cocked. Yeah, for sure. Is it history? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the two that was up when it was cocked. Nine. Nine. Six. Nineteen. Ten. Okay. Um, Dino, you're really the only one that is culturally aware of this. Tabaxi are very rare here. Um, tabaxi are from far away. Not many of them... Like you, you would you would probably see more in Estricus, but you might see like in the probably ten years or more that you've been in Estricus, you might have seen a dozen, and that's like like you saw most of them like on one vessel. You just happened to be at the docks one day and saw five or six of them. This isn't by chance. No. Okay. I know who you're talking about, and it's yeah. no, no, that is not them. Um. So, sitting at the table, or sitting at this table, is a half-orc male and a tabaxi. Um, you go through your dinner, and um, everybody roll perception checks for me. Can I cast Purify Food and Water in the meal? You can. All right, I'm going to cast that on the meal, <laughs> just to be safe. On all of your meals, or just yours? Uh, on all of ours. Okay. 16. Twenty-three. Okay. So yeah, it's just in a five-foot radius, so I'll just cast it over all of it. Dirty twenty. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, you all hear, um, you all hear snippets of the these two. You hear snippets of their conversation. Um, you. What you hear is the royal envoy from Estricus poking his nose in people's business. You hear that they haven't been able to figure out why he's here. So you mentioned that there is a royal envoy here. That that could that could be bad, right? Um, there's more of an aesthetic question. So the Mimar stone that like floats above mm-hmm. in in your world too yep okay so i'm gonna kind of like put it down a little bit just kind of hold on to it okay and that's then, one of those like you can put it in your pocket and it'll stay okay so i'll put it in my pocket can i keep it in there just keep uh a disguise self ready if i need to because i'm trying to keep a low profile okay don't want anybody noticing i'm here all right so you hear these little snippets of conversation what would you like to do um, is, is that going to be a problem? It could be a problem if someone recognizes me. I mean, how many people know your face? 
I mean, if the person's been in the court of the king at all, they might recognize me. I've had a lot of meetings with the king. Let's maybe get a room fast, or yeah. a couple rooms. Maybe one of you guys want to go up and do that, and I'll kind of hide in the corner a little bit. Okay. Okay. I'll go out. Okay. Okay. I need a room. Couple, if you have them. Uh, this this is Henri. Um, how two, four, one, two. All right. Two rooms it is. And so he he says he's I'll, I'll bring your keys to you here in a minute. How many? Two. Or how much? Oh, um uh he he says, Well, are you paying for the rooms and dinner or Sure. Uh the rooms are one gold apiece. Okay. And all together the dinner is one gold. She hands him four. Oh. Thank you, man. And he tucks one gold in his pocket. Anything else? Um, which one's left? The hell shit left was. Who did you say owned this place? The inn? Uh, Lord Emmelt. Interesting. Sorry, I, I had heard it was under a different employer. That's my apologies. What'd you hear? Sorry if you don't let me pray. No, it's alright. I was only given a lot, um, one name. I don't know if it's first or last, but uh, Lady, or maybe not, but um, Marion? Marianne? That's what I was told. Lady Marion, that's mm. not familiar to me. Sorry. Inside joke. Okay. <laughs> Twelve. Um, he's a little he's a little uncomfortable with that line of questioning. Okay, is it like he's lying or just like avoiding? He's avoiding mm-hmm. more than anything. He said he didn't know the name. Yeah. Are you sure? I I heard many a deal about them and was curious. No. Kind of rests a hand on her gold pouch. And it, like, makes a very audible clinking sound. Um. I mean, I, I may have... Marion may have, uh... She... Uh, Trust me, my friend. I won't go telling this to anyone. Your secret is safe. Um. If it is a secret. And about this time, there's a hand... There's one hand on each of your shoulders. My shoulders? Yes. All right. <laughs> um, what do we The see? three of you see this as well. Oh, no. So you turn and you look, mm-hmm. and it is the half-orc on one side and the tabaxi on the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tabaxi, he, uh, so he's, he's this black-furred, um, looks like a jaguar. Mm-hmm. Is uh, is it's got this very smooth, like baritone voice. Most folk who ask about Lady Marion don't live to tell the tale. Well, I'm still so, standing out, huh? Why are you asking about Marion? I'm simply curious. 
I was told the inn was under was owned by her, and apparently I was incorrect. Galen is moving to roll? out of the booth. Okay, you've got to get over one of them. Which yeah, because we're not. Uh, I'm literally like, don't move. Do you heed her caution, or do you push? Do you try to like? Because you're you're gonna have to push her out. We have to stay calm. Stay. Okay. Do I have to roll perception? Yes. Because I'm straight up lying. <laughs> Please don't be bad. We're not far away. Stay cool. Okay. He puts his hand on his on okay. his light hammer, but he he stays put. Nineteen. Doc. I don't know. Listen. We don't know you. We don't know where you come from. People don't just come in asking for Marion. Is she not the friendly sort? She's the friendly sort, but she's the private sort. So unless you have direct business with her. I take it my back is completely to them right now. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I can't. Henri is in front of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm up again, like, in front of the bar, basically. Mm -hmm. Or, okay. Can I, will they let me turn around just so I'm leaning back against the bar? Yeah. Okay. I kind of lean back and just kind of cross my arms. They, they and, like, looking at both of them, but, like, very, very brief millisecond kind of look to the three of you. You can't see them. Crap. Can I? The, the half-orc is blocking your view. Can I say that I meant, I didn't mean to do this earlier, that when I... How long does this last? I need to add. Oh crap! How long does um? He was dropped ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Could I say that before I left, I left like a little ball bearing just kind of on the table with eavesdrop on it, so yeah. I can kind of hear mm -hmm. what's going on over there yep. at least. Okay. So you heard the conversation about me yeah. holding back. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> What did, what did he say last? Leave him alone or something like that? Yeah, basically, he, people don't come asking for Marion. And, and she's a private sort. Yeah. Unless they have business Unless with they her. Unless they have business with her. I'm going to message you from the corner, just whisper. Because I can hear you, right? I can hear what she's what's going on over there now. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're not trying to be quiet, but they're... So the eavesdrop is letting you I hear, can hear us, you guys. not vice versa. Yeah, I can hear okay. you guys. Um, so I'll whisper to you that you hear only that. Uh, right, that's how it works. Only yeah. she can hear it. She hears it. Okay. Um, are you going to drop his name? Do you want to drop Pollock's name or no? <clears throat> uh, you can whisper back, and only I can hear it. Well, I'm right in front of him. She goes. He said, unless you have business with her. There's no need to be uh, so defensive, gentlemen. Kind of emphasizes no just a little bit, kind of to, to answer your question. What if one did have business with her? You're going to have to be very specific. 
with the business you need. Otherwise, well, the only other way is you do us a favor and we get you an audience. Think, think like Jersey gangster. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Mafia. Yeah. I'm Italian. It's fine. What kind of favor? Information. On. Well, we'll decide that when we know what you want. Would you two fine gentlemen give me a moment? Please. She kind of tips her head and as casual as possible. It's like kept it very chill pretty much the entire time. Yeah. But as she kind of walks over to them, just lets out a breath of and just kind of walks up. So either you drop his name or we do a favor. I will say, as she walks back to the table, you see both of them turn and look at the four, the, now the four of you, and the half-orc, I don't know why I'm leaning away from Mike, the half-orc does, like, this, it kind of, like, waves, like. Bracken kind of, as she's standing, because it's you, you in the middle, and then you stands in front of you, mm-hmm. like, on the side where you are, just kind of blocking you just a little bit, um, Dindal, and, blocking Dindal, and just kind of goes, so, seems like at the moment, <laughs> our options are a favor, owing one, or dropping our uh, departed friend's name and seeing what that gets us. I mean, our departed friend is dead, so... Should I just say that I have news about him that she might be interested? I mean... Galen, at this point, they already don't like us, so me. Galen, as his closest friend, do you feel comfortable with that? Well, he was headed here to meet with her. That was the plan was. Yeah. Before and I say we stick with that. Yeah. He he apparently thought that he would be able to get in. I will. Should we wave them over? No, let's giving him more attention than we need. Yeah. Give me a moment, and then I'll get another ball bearing. I don't know if it's been ten minutes, but just recast eavesdrop. Okay. I kind of explained to you. I can. You can't hear me, but I can hear you through this. And drops it and walks over to them. Okay. What if I said that? Oh, I already forgot how I was supposed to word this. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Y'all said the person with ADHD to do this. This was not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You were supposed to tell him that we had news of Pollock. Yeah, that's right. That he was supposed to meet with her. That he was was looking for a meeting. We had a... um, My friends and I um, had a mutual acquaintance, I suppose you could say, that was supposed to meet with the lady. Um... He's no longer able to do so, and we thought we would relay that message to her. This, uh, this mutual acquaintance, is he even name? Hollick. You see the tabaxi, like, his hair is raised. 
My hand has also casually his, been just chilling on my knife, <laughs> one of his, my daggers. <laughs> his his ears, um, you you look. He's got he's got piercings in his ears and stuff. Um, his ears like they do, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the half orc, you're gonna be you're gonna want to be real careful with that name around here. You asked. I was just answering your question, friend. I'll tell you this. There are not many names that would get an immediate audience with Lady Marion. Is that one of them? That is the only one. Mm. Would my friends be able to join? Yes. All of you can come. But first, go sit down. He turns to the tabaxi. He says... Falcon, go get the rest. Can I? He says, "I'm. I'll stay and watch. I'll stay and watch these people." Would it be stealth or sleight of hand to try and drop a ball bearing like in one of their like pockets or something? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking before I do it because my sleight of hand's low. It is sleight of hand. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh... Um. He's Wait, okay. I need to make sure the spell isn't verbal first. Let me, Franken, <laughs> I'm gonna... or, Megan, let me say this. Mm-hmm. So, the tabaxi, who you've heard named Falcon, mm-hmm. Falcon, good lord, I can't pronounce the words, he's standing a good three feet away from you. Okay. So you would have to, like, okay. <laughs> basketball <That's fine>. dunk. <laughs> That's fine. Oh. So, the half orc, he says, Falcon. Go get the rest. <laughs> I'll he, walk over. He says, "He says I'll give." Or Falcon leaves. The half orc. He looks at you. My name is Corandric. I'll tell you how to spell that later. <laughs> he was an orc, right? Yeah, half orc. Yeah. My name is Corandric. That is my acquaintance, Falcon, on the mountaintop. What an elaborate name. That's the tabaxi for you. Mm-hmm. Go sit down with your friends. I'll send you a drink. All of you. I'll mm. send all of you drinks. Nope. Not, I'm not... I'm not going to monkey with the drinks. I don't drink, but they, they will. Well, that one... One of us drinks too, but... It's a whole thing. We're very specific people. You may be here a while, but if you have news of Holic, Lady Marion may just clear her schedule for you. <laughs> so, you return to sit with the other three. Oh. <laughs> well, we're not dead yet. Yeah, I guess mission accomplished. <laughs> well. Um, Henri comes over and he he sets down um, four shot glasses filled with an amber liquid. And he says, compliments of Corin drink. I pass mine to Cathra. I also slide mine over to Cathra. <laughs> I look at Cathra and I'm like, I pull one. 
This has been a day. Before he walks away, uh, I say, are these sippers or shooters? Shooters. Galen knocks one back and knocks the other one back. Okay. Roll a constitution save. <laughs> no, not good. 11. It, uh, it kind of rings your bell. You're, uh, um, oh no, you have poison immunity. Never yeah, mind. I'm immune to poison. Doesn't work. Never mind. You're fine. <laughs> you have Captain America syndrome now. You can't, you can't, can't get, get drunk. drunk. Uh. I. Okay, roll a constitution save. Say, maybe this will let me forget for a little bit. Hmm. Might make it worse. Can't be worse than drinking the tea. <laughs> Dirty One 20. Minute. You're fine. Let me guess. I still remember. Yeah. So, you're, you've got a bit to wait. Do you talk amongst yourselves or are you just quiet? Um, I'm assuming we're... We'll whisper a little bit. Are any of the other guests looking at us? Um, with the exception of Corandric, no. Okay. He he has turned his bar stool around. Mm-hmm. He's got one elbow up on the bar. He's got a giant mug of ale, and he's just sipping it and watching the four of you. Are, um, we... are the rest of the patrons studiously ignoring us, or are they just no? They're I just, mean they. Just t- plain, plainly ignoring us. Yeah, not. they're just plainly ignoring right. you. They're ignoring us because they have to. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did did we hear the whole conversation? Was was it close enough? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, none of them were speaking in hushed tone, hushed tones. So for as quiet as that tavern is, yeah. You you heard you heard the conversation. So, um, obviously we're gonna tell her about Holic, but. Are we going to tell her your situation, Doc? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's start with Holic. Yeah, let's start with Holic and see what the deal was that he because if had we with were her. if we tell her we're coming, we're coming because he was coming. We were with him. Then that gives her the opportunity to ask why. Why we were coming? I'm just making let's sure just, we want to say it at all. Yeah, let's well, make sure we're all on the same page so nobody. Let's see what she says. Yeah, and we can how we can kind of feel the room. Yeah. Well, I don't want of... any misunderstandings yeah. about what's happening. Information <laughs> is key here, so we need to hold as many cards well, as we can for as long okay. as we can, and only give them when we feel like we have a hand that's not going to get us killed. I can tell her I worked for Holic and that we were traveling with him to a meeting. Well, potentially I. I don't very know. Very careful in my wording of not saying we were friends, just that we're acquaintances of him. I don't. Let's maybe let's see how she takes the news. Let's, let's go one step at a time. Yeah. yeah, definitely, layer by layer. Yeah, I know sketchy people. This is you can't plan ahead. <laughs> Plans don't hold up very well. Speaking of layers, do you might see a dessert menu? <laughs> I mean, I could I could eat. I haven't had sugar in like four days. <laughs> Henri. Oh. Henri comes over. Yes. Any options for desserts other than alcohol? Thinks about it. Here's the black pudding, but uh, no. Mm. Uh, fruit? 
A fruit. Apples. I'll take an apple. Or Could you put some of those in like maybe a fruit salad for me? So like an apple salad? Like, That's all you got is apples? That's all you got. Got mm-hmm. any uh, any walnuts? Fresh out. It's not walnut season. All right. Out of curiosity, DM, is Henri looking at me funny since I have a crown made out of the trees outside on my head? No. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll just have a apple. All right. Thank you. So he comes back three or four minutes later apples are like three times the size of a normal apple are they silver? no <laughs> they're not silver um but they they are um they're 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 red they're both red and green they kind of merge into each other <laughs> <laughs> um so you take Galen you take the bite of this apple like you have big if hands. It's, if it's that big, I'd probably pull my knife and, yeah. and cut a, a chunk off to eat. Rather and than so you take a bite of the apple, and it is the sweetest apple you've ever tasted. Um, with just a hint of tart on the back end. You think it would make a good cider. About 45 minutes have gone by. You've had the drinks. You've had your apples. Um... Again, Corandric is just there drinking and watching you. You've you've watched he's gone through like four four of these things. And he seems totally chill. Um, I keep drinking. Okay. Just now just ale. But Okay. okay. Yeah, no, yeah. ale you've You're just, fine. I just wanted to make Ale doesn't bother you. I'm, it's the uh it's the hard stuff that, that bothers you. Um Ale never bothered me. Oh god! <laughs> oh, that's 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 worse than I was gonna say. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Bravo! Um, I can't encourage you too okay, much. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> so, forty-five minutes have gone by, and uh, there's a there's a silver bell over the door, and it you notice it ding. And walks in a another halfling, followed a few minutes later by a human, followed a few minutes later by the tabaxi. The human and the halfling, they go to the bar, they grab drinks, and then they they go back behind the bar. There's a there's a door back behind the bar. They go through that door. Falcon on the mountaintop, he leans down. And whispers in Corandric's ear. You can't hear what he says. Can I read his lips? No. Dang. He's turned away from you. Ah, cheater. Um, and uh, he turns and he follows the other two. Um, the half-orc, Corandric, he stands and he motions to you. And he says, uh, Lady Marion will see you now. Follow me. Kraken gives Dindal her cloak and just goes, it's not much, but it'll at least partially cover your face. I don't know if it'll do much good, but it's better than nothing. Don't ruin that. I wouldn't think of it. I'll put my silver brooch on and... If you bleed on it, I'm going to be really upset. Out of curiosity, 
Uh, is this the cloak in which you put the book about religion that you stole? From? No, that's in my bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you're leading. Yeah. I'm gonna go okay. right behind her, kind of like on her coattails. Yeah. I'll take her. Rear. You sure? Yeah. You got your. Like, yeah, we're emotions. good. All right. We're good. Okay. We're fine. Everything's fine. So, you uh, uh, you follow. Corandric through this this door in the back. You go through a kitchen area. You go downstairs. The stairs they turn a couple of times, and you come into this torchlit tunnel. Based on the the part of the building that you've seen, this probably goes past the building. You put together you you reasonably you reasonably assume that this goes under the street. You follow this tunnel for about 15 minutes. And you come up a set of stairs and Corandric, who has been leading the way, he stands at the top of a set of stairs. He says, come. Lady Marian awaits. What order do you walk in in? She's first. Bracken. Dindal. Okay. Um, so you all file into the room and you see the three individuals you've already seen. The halfling, the human, um, and Falcon on the mountaintop. Corandric is behind you. He stands, he lingers at the door. Um and he, he waits and then he he whistles and slinking up the stairs at the whistle um, uh, is another human that none of you had seen before and uh, he comes in and he he just kind of he taps Corandric on the chest he says I made sure we weren't followed everything's good so Corandric shuts the door and Corandric, he turns to all of you. He says, well, before the Lady Marion comes, some introductions are due. He says, to the three of you, my name is Corandric, and I am Lady Marion's chief, lieutenant. Nobody gets to her except through me. You've met my acquaintance, Falcon, on the mountaintop. Um, he is very good at what he does. And he can tell if you're lying. And he looks at you. In a you're sketchy kind of way, or I know your secret kind of a way. In a don't try to BS him. Okay. Yeah. I will. Um, so... The, the human that followed you up the stairs that you hadn't seen before um, he says this is Renfear he points to the other human he says this is two stones he points to the halfling and uh, he says this is Wizent he says uh, the Lady Marion will see you now 
and he he reaches down and there's a bell and he ding 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 ding, ding rings the bell there's a door to the side that opens and in walks this tall human looking woman long red hair um that is put back um and it's tied with gold like gold ribbons and stuff um and it it falls and she like wears it in front uh she's wearing a gold colored dress and uh there's there's a chair there and it almost looks like a um like a throne it's not quite but she goes and she sits she looks at Corandric. Thank you, Cor. She motions to the rest of her people. She says, you can take your seats. She says, uh, Falcon tells me that you wish to have an audience with me. That's correct, ma'am. I wasn't done speaking. She holds up a finger. <laughs> I will address you when I'm ready. He just kind of nods inside of her. Falcon tells me that you wished to have an audience. We are the Emerald Company. Now you may speak. Does that ring a bell to any of us no Hmm. um we are associates of holic i believe you've had a deal with (laughs) she laughs that's selling it way short continue um we're here on his behalf um kind of look over at my Patriots. Um. So, Holic was bringing us to a meeting with you when something took his heart, literally. And you see the facade of arrogance crack just for a second. <laughs> now be serious. Why are you here? No, that that is serious. That is the truth. We saw it with our own eyes. I carried his lifeless body. I saw the hole in his chest. His heart was not removed. It was torn from him. We were on our way to see you. He was going to 
give us an introduction. We have some other issues that we wish to discuss. But we thought that we would bring you the news of his death. So you see her grip on her chair loosen. So that's it. He's really dead. To the best of my knowledge. Her her jaw clenches as she holds back deep emotion. It's been a trying couple of days. I always thought I'd be the one to pull his heart out of his chest. <laughs> she, like, she visibly wipes away tears. So, why have you come? I kind of look at Kathra. Kind of like, should we? Um, so, we're a little bit in the dark here. Because Hollick was bringing us here. But he said you could help us. <laughs> I, I don't know you. I can't imagine why. Enlighten me. Uh, I look back at Bracken. <laughs> Bracken's kind of standing up straighter. We have run into some trouble with the Marajon. And this she cackles. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble with the Marajan. It's Marajan, sweetie. Bites her tongue a little bit. My apologies on my mispronunciation, my lady. Pray tell. What is it? What trouble have you run into with the Marajan? Looks to Dindal like, are you okay with me? I'll step up. For whatever reason, they want my head they've taken his mother and his sister she legitimately laughs legitimately laughs there we go <laughs> you mean okay explain your situation to me son the Marajan who are a sect of Priest and tinkers have taken your what did you say your mother and your daughter sister my daughter sis, my sister okay why why in Odin's name would at, at, at the mention of Odin's name Galen visibly flinches in the direction of his his light hammer he's like I'm sorry, did I strike a nerve? No. This is a waste of time. Why? No. <laughs> she's she's angry. <laughs> she says, look, boy. Um, where I come from, the Marajan, 
they are they are priests and tinkers and you see she makes a motion towards her left arm she pulls the sleeve of her dress up and you hear an audible latch and she pulls back the top of her arm and you see this clockwork arm she she says this is the work of the Marajan so whatever has your mother and your sister is not the Marajan they're a bastardization of something that they heard from a faraway land and are too ignorant to know what they are Daniel's just staring at her completely dumbfounded. Whatever group or sect of this group, they claim to be the Marajan and claim to have my mother and my sister and were going to come after me next. There was a black mask on the door of my house. I'll reach. Like, very obviously. Just keep my hand up. And pull a piece of paper that has the symbol on it. I'm gonna hold it up. Okay. When I told my superiors of the situation, they told me that these assassins would erase all trace of my lineage, of my family from the face of the earth, that these assassins were not to be trifled with. So we made escape and came this way. Sweetie, you have been duped and duped hard. The Marajan wouldn't hurt a cat. Sorry, Falcon. Hollick seemed to think differently. Because Hollick didn't know them. I did. I've done work for them before, and they very much would hurt anything they felt like they wanted to. They may claim the name Marajan. Whatever they claim, I suppose, doesn't matter. The point is, we were told you could help. Now, is this a waste of our time? No, it's actually not. Because I can help. Will you? Those are two very different things. For Hollick, yes. Though it's the last thing he deserves. Suppose I don't owe you an explanation, but I'm going to give you one because I feel justified. 400 years ago. Hollick shows up in my hometown. On the run. A lost, a lost soul. He and I met absconded had our fun and he convinced me to move here we started the emerald company we (laughs) well we tried to start a family but that didn't go well And 25 years ago, we made our way to this sleepy little town. 
when we got here, the city government was corrupt. And we were we were passing through. It was Holic, myself, Corandric, two stones. The four of us, we were contacted by a rebel group who wanted to oust the mayor. We thought, you know what? They'll pay us a little bit of coin and uh, we'll give them a hand. So we did. And as a result, Lady Cassian, who is now Mayor Cassian, she paid us. She paid us handsomely. Three gems. One, two, three. About the size of your hand. This strikes a nerve with you. Yeah, no. Ca- Galen's, like, his hand goes unconsciously to the bag to the mouth of the bag of holding. When we founded the Emerald Company, we had one core thing that united us. We were a family and we would not betray family because we are outcasts. And you see she slides her hand around and she takes off the prosthetic. I was worthless in my hometown. And Holic gave me a home in his heart and here. She clicks it back on, locks it, and Holic betrayed our family. In the night, he took the gems and he ran. That was ten years ago. So I'm sorry he's dead. And I loved the man... But I, well, I mourned for him a long time ago. So he's dead and I'm sorry. You want help? I owe the man one last favor. Corandric, Falcon, two stones. Take Renfear. Where, where, where is it you come from? Astricus. Not too hard of a travel. Why don't the four of you leave in the morning? Find what you can about this Marijan and eliminate them. Bracken does kind of audibly. To herself, but out loud, just kind of laughs. Like, <laughs> ma'am, I don't mean to be rude. You said that where you come from, they're priests and tinkers. Priests of whom? Or what? Heimdall. Generally, who they serve. I'm not a member of their order, but that's who they seem to owe allegiance to. How far away do you come from? Two months by boat. Two months overseas journey. I 
and you've been gone from where you came from for 25 years. <laughs> At least. He and I didn't come straight here. Would it have been... Would it have been possible... The lives of men are short. Would it have been possible for the Marjan to have changed their focus since you last had dealings with them in a place two months by sea from here? Not likely. They're an ancient order. Thousands of years old. Dedicated to medicine. <laughs> is it possible this is a, a rogue faction of that group? Some sort of disgruntled sect that wants to use that study and focus for more malign issues? Not likely. It's mostly women. The voice I spoke to... Uh, this is... Danny asking Jordan yeah. wasn't it a man um yes it was a man the one that spoke to me that was back to Dan <clears throat> Dindel, sorry uh, the one that spoke to me through ascending stone when I contacted my mother was a man Bracken hmm. was it men or women both right it was men it was just men it was mainly men. Almost only men. What's going on? I was... Kind of looks at her, kind of like avoiding their eyes a bit. Just goes, I was... Contracted at one point for them. Not my own choice. I was beaten within an inch of my life. So I don't know the Marajan that you know of, but the ones that I know are very much not priests and tinkers. I believe you. They have a motto in the old tongue. This strikes a chord with you, Dindal. Because not many people speak the old tongue. What you hear her say is to save the life of another is of more value than gold. It's a worthy motto. It's it doesn't make any sense that Do you translate that to us? Not yet. Okay. It's a sentiment that we're not seeing as if you your ally here can truly tell that we're not being false with you. Someone has done this, whether it be the Mahjong or a group posing as them or a group. Maybe it actually is the Mahjong. <laughs> <laughs> this group is using them as a cover. Um, that sentiment of saving a life is better than gold is something that I believe is true, but that's not the sentiment of whatever this group is that we're have I ever heard that before 
Have I ever heard it before? Unfortunately, I think you may be dealing with imposters. Hmm. Well, they've had a whole... Um, they've had a whole city convinced, at least. So does that mean we're just... Father. Does that mean we're just back at the start? Not necessarily. Why did... Why were you really coming this way? We have a, a job to do until Mokai. And before we were even able to set out, this death, th death threat was made upon my life when my sister and mother were taken. And we had to flee that day. Burned my home, cut all ties. And it wasn't for some quick thinking of our friend over here. We might not have made it. So, Halleck did everything he could to get us as far away as we could, and now we're here, and... Now he's, he's dead. dead. Vendel's countenance kind of drops when you guys say that. Yeah. It's... It's a lot to weigh in a man's soul. We will deal with this false Marajan. Where is it you said you're headed? Our end goal is Tomoke. Tomoke. It's hard to get there from here. Indeed. We kind of took a, a detour. Yeah. Um... So here's the deal. We can't do anything about Holic being dead. We will miss him, sadly. Tell you what. You say you're from Estricus. Yes. What'd you do there? I was just a professor. Professor, that's connected to the king, right? In that college, yes. There's someone that's come to town the last probably three days ago. What we've heard is that they are someone connected to the king's court. It's hard to get to Tomoke from here. So, here's the deal I'll make with you. If you find out who that is, and why are why they're here? Corandric, two stones, Renfear, Falcon on the mountaintop. They will escort you back to Estricus. They will they will guarantee your safe passage. I will guarantee your safe passage with them. They will put you on a boat sail you away and they will deal with your problems as a favor to Holic. can I insight check yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't trust it at all <laughs> okay uh 
24. Are you the only one rolling insight? Oh, can I? Yeah. Oh, oops. Nine. <laughs> Ten. Sorry. That makes it better. Um, All her secrets. She's genuine. Okay. There, you don't you don't detect anything false. Okay. Do we have a deal? This seems too easy. It's called teleportation. It gets you places quickly. No. <laughs> she laughs. Easy how? You think I'm lying? No, but... But my... How... From what you've said, your relationship with Holic was fairly deep. The deepest of my life. Would it be fair to say that you're doing this for him, not for us? I can see your logic, but he meant more to me than anyone ever has. You obviously meant something to him. Take a favor at face value. There is no deceit here. My men will take you back. They will secure your safe passage. You can get on with whatever job you're trying to do. We will accomplish this thing in Estricus. And you'll find the professor's mother and sister? If that is your desire, then yes. That's the only thing right now. The fact that they are in harm's way because of possibly something I did, it, it doesn't make sense. Tragedy rarely makes sense. It's how we react to it. She holds up her left arm. My father came home drunk, and in his drunken stupor thought he was still at the forge. He drugged me out of bed, put my arm on the table, and hammered away at it. I spent two months in the Marajan's ward, having them try to heal my arm, and it didn't work. The bone was too damaged. We were too poor to pay for a limb to be regrown, so the tankers that served them took it upon themselves to build a little girl an arm. If some asshole wants to claim lives and claim the name of an organization that saved mine, I won't let that stand. So sleep. Corandric will take you back to the inn. I will cover your room. Your meals will be reimbursed. You do this thing for me, I do this thing for you because of Holic. Because I can reclaim the reputation of something good from home. Okay. Do we have a deal? I look at everyone. I look at Dindal. I don't. It, is, I, I, it doesn't make sense. Maybe it's a fault of mine, but I don't know. I, I can't put the pieces together in my head and I'm stuck. I'm we can't fight them alone, Dindal. We will be dead in the streets. 
just he kind of like makes a fist with his hand and just kind of like shaking it like I just need it to make sense I don't know why this group took my parent my mom and my sister I don't know why they used the name of an organization that does good I don't understand why Holic had to die I don't understand these things and I have to, I need it has to make sense she puts out her hand she cast calm emotions I turn to Dindal and I say I don't understand where my real parents are I don't understand what happened I have stories from Ulf of how they came across a baby elf child wandering in a field with an entire camp set up but no adults I've known since I knew anything that I was not one of them even though they accepted me no one had my ears no one had my build no one could see in the dark like I could I knew I was not one of them and it doesn't make sense But I was loved. I was cared for. By a group of humans. Who didn't have to. It's not only the bad things that don't always make sense. This world doesn't make sense. I just wish it did. I just like my... He kind of like makes a motion, like his books. I just wish it all fit tightly in, in my like my books. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. Maybe one day you'll write the story, and it'll make sense. Maybe. So, we make a deal. Can I ask one favor? Sure. Will you try to get him answers? If they are to be found, then yes. Then we have a deal. She rises from her seat. She comes individually. She shakes all of your hands. She gets to you, Dindal. She puts the left hand it feels normal. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no evidence that anything underneath it is clockwork arm. She shakes all of your hands. Go. Sleep. Um, 
Wizent, will you uh, begin to prepare the teleportation circle? He will work through the night and we will send you back to Estricus tomorrow. DM, we have to figure out who that the people, person is before we can leave tomorrow. Yep. So okay. do we need to work all night? DM private word? Do you want to say no, that? I, yeah. Galen, Galen asks the lady for okay. a private word. <laughs> Would all of you like a private audience? I think I'm okay. I just... If you're offering, I might ask yes. a question. I go ahead and leave. Okay. Um, two stones will go back with you. Two stones is... He's human. As you walk out, Bracken kind of squeeze, like quickly, like squeezes your arm. They're becoming friends. Character development. <laughs> um, she says, "Vandal, please step into the next room with me." So, he'll walk behind her, enter the room. So you walk into her well-furnished library. Yes. Did you know what Holic was? <laughs> I did. You did? I was the first one he told. Corandric is the other one that knows. Do, do you know what was after him? No. I knew he was running from something. But he never told me what it was. It just scares me that something as powerful as he, what he was, just seeing him on the ground like that is a hole in his chest. How are mere mortals supposed to handle powers and against the forces like that? Wish I knew. I am sorry for your sister and your mother if they that they've been taken. Thank you. There is none better in the business than Corandric. He is very good. Go, sleep. Thank you. I'll turn in exit. Yeah. Um Bracken. She calls for you. Oh, go ahead. Yes. You seem to be a woman that knows many things. This is true. Quick question, DM. Do I know the name of the cult that I... Do I have a name? You may have to refresh the DM's memory. Death cult. The, that's what... The name Agamemnon. Oh yes. Okay. Um. Sorry. Uh, my my brain went sideways for a minute. Um, no. I don't know the name. No. Okay. 
there's a name I've been looking for, a name that I've heard um, in relation to a cult, I suppose. And was curious if you've heard of such name. Um, Agamemnon. Doesn't strike me, but I will keep an ear out. I have many. I have many that are loyal to me. Kind of nods. And should I hear anything, I will let you know. She slips a ring off of her finger. She hands it to you. Once a day, you can communicate with me. So it's sending once a day. Thank you. And I'll turn and head out, looking captive. Galen, you wish to speak to me about something? I did. Um, or I go. I guess we're yeah. in our library. Yeah. Um, I reach in the bag of holding. I pull out the necklace, and I say, "Holic gave me this. It had." magic that was tied to him doesn't work anymore but I think I think you should have it to remember him so she reaches out her hand she holds it up she looks at the pendant Thank you. You see her as she slips it on. And then I, I reach back in the bag of holding. Okay. And I pull out the chest. Okay. And I say, This long story. I worked for Holic. Something happened in the city. He had to leave. He gave me this as my final wages. I set the box on a little table or whatever. Mm. I open it. I pull out the layer of gold bars, layer of silver bars, and it gets down to the bottom. And I say, he gave me these. I pull out the gems. But it sounds like they weren't his to give. So I would like to return them to their rightful owner. And I just lay them on the table put the bars back in, close the chest, and put it in my bag of holding. Thank you. A gift kindly returned is kindly received. 
sleep well. And thank you. She touches the the necklace. You're welcome. And so you make your way back to the tavern. And with that, we're going to end our third episode tonight. Um, with one exception. Dindal. Mm-hmm. So you go to sleep. You actually fall asleep before Galen gets back. Um, it's one of those you get to your room, you set your pack down, and you kind of pass out. It's, it's a real shallow sleep. And the room that you have is at the end of a hall. There's a stairwell. And at the bottom of the stairs is an external door. <clears throat> um, because, Galen, you had to go last. So it's like 30 minutes between the time that he leaves and the time that you actually leave. Mm-hmm where you were um so you you have fallen asleep and in your shallow sleep you hear a scream and it jolts you you hear a second scream You audibly hear, let me go. Curiosity draws you downstairs. You go out the back door. And you see two women being put on horses. And you hear a voice that you recognize. the voice of Eric Stonespear and he calls out to the guards that have the two women on horseback he says go get them out get them away go and that's where we're going to end the episode (laughs) thanks again for listening to this week's episode of A Crack in the Plan We'll see you next week. This has been a Pale Horse Companion production. All episodes are recorded in Columbia, Tennessee. Our editor is Jordan Wilhite. Our assistant editors are Angie Brady, Daniel Brady, Meg Sandella, and Danny Valencia. Artwork for the show is provided by Isaac Kirstead. <laughs>